obviously a lot of people have tattoos now. It went from basically zero bodybuilders having tattoos to now almost every single bodybuilder has a tattoo. So there is a level, I believe, of overlooking them. Um, but where they, where and when they create shadows that shouldn't be there. Gotcha. Which say on one arm creates a shadow, the other one, so now you're asymmetrical kind of thing. Um, then it, and, and someone is just as lean as you, just as complete as you and has no tattoos, they'll win. You don't know what the cool kids are? Is that us? No. The uh, rap group. The cool kids. I don't even know if they make music anymore, but 10 years ago I would listen to them. Now I'm old man yelling at clouds. <laughs> the clouds. They're, they're the clouds. The clouds. Um, the you the you clouds. got some questions? Yes. Do you have any lined up? Yeah. But you go first. Yeah, I got a couple. I okay. know you like <laughs> to go first. Some Q and A's. Some Q's and some A's. Let me see here. What do we got? I believe Dr. Kyle Aram sent us a question. Where are you oh, at? Oh, the doctor. Oh, doctor. He's a doctor. My son, he's a doctor. Any supplements that are useful for cutting? Oh, that's a great, actually, a question because <laughs> <laughs> that's a great and a question. That's a great, actually, a question. So uh, every prep, I get neurotic. <laughs> um, can confirm. And I, and yes. And I think a lot of competitors can also relate to this. Mm -hmm. So you start to research things you've already researched 75,000 times. And so now the information is fresh in my brain again. So, yep. um, ones that are natural supplements that are actually proven to help with, um, fat loss, AKA fat oxidation a.k.a. the breakdown of fat into water and carbon dioxide. Did you know that's cool that people don't know that, that you literally breathe and pee and sweat your fat out? Yeah, it's crazy, yeah? It's kind of cool. Yeah, it is cool. So ones that, ones that actually work are um, green tea extract. Um, that has... Do you know what it does? Stay, um, I'm just going to say the ones that work. No, I, I don't actually know. Yeah, that's okay. I don't know. I just didn't um, know if you knew. No. It's all good. Uh, green tea extract, um, black currant extract. Like my jam? Black currant jelly? No, it's like a different, oh. um, uh, CLA, conjugated lyolinic acid. Linoleic. What? Uh, what did I say? I don't know. <laughs> you put an I in a weird oh, spot. Oh, did I? <laughs> Whatever. CLA. Yeah, I don't know. CLA. Um, Claw. What else? Those ones for sure actually show some oh actually yerba mate as well yeah my only expertise in that area as far as like understanding what supplements would help with cutting are things that would help with like you were talking about fat loss oxidation which is only one aspect of cutting so mm -hmm. it's like 
There's also appetite control, appetite suppressant. Fair. Which like I wouldn't necessarily recommend, but that is those are supplements that could help. So any supplement that helps with appetite suppressing, that would be Do you have an example? Um, I mean nicotine helps. Most stimulants mm, help to, mm, to curb appetites. Oh, but at the same that's time also thermogenic too. They're also double whammy because they're also thermogenics and they increase the body's uh internal temperature and get the metabolism going. Not yeah. by any significant degree, but they do help. So they help with fatty oxidation as well, I think. What's that? Uh, what's that natural? Well, it's, you can get it at the pharmacy or like at a Walmart. Oh, hydroxycat. I Classic. Used, I used hydroxycat. Which is caffeine. For like my Maybe first... some ephedrine in there? No, I don't think there's No ephedrine either? Their old one might have had ephedrine. Definitely caffeine though. Let's see. Caffeine. Here, let me try and guess it. Okay. Caffeine, green tea extract for sure. Cayenne pepper. Right? For sure. Um, so like some of these supplements, honestly, like when you say like they work, they could work, but to such a low degree, you know what I mean? Like they work yeah. to, they, so okay, so they work to some non-zero amount. Great. But is it worth the money and the side effects or just, uh, just the effects that come with it? It's like, I'm not even sure. Like, you know what I mean? You get a minor amount of appetite suppression. You get a minor increase in metabolism. It's like, if you went for a five minute walk, you would literally just get that. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not worth it to me. Do you want, some of these could work. Do you want to know? Yeah, sure. Okay, so caffeine. Okay. Green tea extract. Uh, green coffee extract. I knew that. <clears throat> okay. Uh, choline. Okay. Um, skull cap extract. Okay. Ashwagandha extract. Okay. They're extracts. What? These are, they're just saying extract. Okay. Um, rhodiola, yeah. olive Adaptive. extract, yeah. black pepper extract, yeah. and I'm not going to say this right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, that's it. Is but it? It's the extract. Hyperzia sincerata oh, extract. Okay. Yeah, you're right. That's it. Yeah. So actually kind of, I, I knew part of it. <laughs> that's not like nearly, Wait, I think is there no this is the current one. This oh, okay. is the current Gotcha. Which is, there's no, like. That's a, there's basically a long way of saying though that like some, that's probably what works. And then here's another good example. It's like good for cutting because cutting's a general question. So we talked about kind of how they work on appetite suppressant, which is part of cutting, how it works on thermogenics, which is part of cutting and actual increasing metabolism. And then the second one or the third one would be also indirectly that helps with cut, it helps with fat loss, but still part of the cutting umbrella is like increasing your protein. So if you're going to count a protein powder, which I don't even know if I really would as a supplement, right? That this would is help. assuming that you're like, you have to see what does cutting mean to you? To me, cutting is purely fat loss. Right. I will sit there and be hungry all day. I don't care about appetite control. Well, that's why I said cutting, right? cutting. I know. Yeah. You're, you're saying it right. Cause you're like cutting is an umbrella of multiple things. Cause yeah. Like what goes under the cutting? Goal, there's fat though, oxidation. There's the goal of cutting to yeah. cut is to be leaner. Right. So our primary goal is fat loss. Right. What else would it be? Like what's the alternative to that? Like, of course it is. No, that's what I'm saying though. It's like you wouldn't, uh, like say someone is, doing their diet. Uh -huh. But then Tim said that protein powder is good for cutting. Right. But then they're adding in so much protein powder that they're not in a deficit anymore. Sure. Right. I think it's just. Well, I mean, these are all obviously we're recommending, not recommending these. We're answering this in isolation, obviously. 
But the point An is isolate? like the- <laughs> Shh. Not a good joke. We're shushing bad jokes around here. It was way too good. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike said, see no. ya. <laughs> yeah, Mike said, see ya. Mike no, my point is though, is just like cutting, I think is a good umbrella term for like, what's good if I want to lose weight or lose fat? You know what I mean? If I just want to lean out, it's like, well, there's probably, there's like technically fat oxidation. Then there's like, you know, thermogenesis and metabolism increases, which stimulants but primarily But what do they help. do though? They, like you increase your thermogenesis to oxidize more fat. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. the goal. Okay. But I just mean, these are all spokes of the wheel you can address. That's the point, right? Fair. Yeah. Fair. It's like, uh, it's like anything else. It's like, I don't know, like if someone comes to you and wants to like build muscle, you'd be like, okay, well, there's going to be training. That's one spoke of the wheel. There's going to be nutrition. That's another spoke. How's your sleep? That's another spoke. It's like still the goal is to get jacked. Yeah. yeah still yeah. the goal is to get jacked. So like, you know what I mean? Okay. Um, <clears throat> anyways, good question, Dr. Kyle. Is there another question you have? My ethnically ambiguous <laughs> Dr. Pell. Kyle Aram. We got another question from somebody else. Ruben. Ruben Dale. Ruben Dale? Yeah, Dale. <laughs> he said you looked big in your, uh, when you. That's did, all that matters. When you did that uh, lat spread. That's all that yesterday? matters. That's all that matters. Also, Ruben, thank you for lying because that <laughs> lat spread was horrible and I didn't look big and I will uh, redeem myself. Yeah. But uh, you're being kind. You're too kind. Okay. We got a question from him. Okay. He says, my question is, uh, and he'd asked this before, I think, but in the box, it didn't, he asked this in the past and we skipped over it or I lost the question or something happened, but it's a, uh, it's a longer question. He says, uh, could Sam's tattoos affect the muscle definition for the competition? I'll read the entire thing. He says, okay. could it create unnatural lines and affect the way she scored? I was also thinking a full episode. Oh, okay. That's a whole other thing. Okay. Um, but, so, uh, yeah, that was, I thought that would be a good question for you to answer. Yeah. The answer is yes, technically yes. Mm -hmm. So I actually asked one of the um, judges who's very well respected in the posing game. And it's funny because, so when I was at uh, Dr. Ken Kanakin's um, and Mindy O'Brien's seminar, Mm -hmm. he was there and I had the opportunity to ask, so do tattoos really affect um, the score? And he said, yes. They, obviously a lot of people have tattoos now. It went from basically zero bodybuilders having tattoos to now almost every single bodybuilder has a tattoo. So there is a level, I believe, of overlooking them. Um, but where they, where and when they create shadows that shouldn't be there. Gotcha. Which say on one arm creates a shadow, the other one, so now you're asymmetrical kind of thing. Um, then it, and, and someone is just as lean as you, just as complete as you and has no tattoos, they'll win. Right. right? All, all so, things equated the tattoos. Exactly. Carry. So that's why I'm putting my tattoos on a body part that isn't involved in pretty much any of my poses. Like my forearm, forearm right. doesn't matter. Sebum yes. has a full forearm tattoo. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, but like, and I've said this to you, like, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to complete the sleeve. I'm not going to get back piece. I'm not going to do anything even on my legs yep. until I'm done, done. Right. So yeah, I think that's wise. Right. Yeah. So that's the answer to that. And it was, oh, cool. it's funny. Cause when he was saying the, um, like the answer about the tattoo, he was like, yeah, like if you have a rose up your arm, like that's going to cause some shadows. And I'm looking at, I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I got, got a rose, I got brother. a rose up my arm. <laughs> I guess it's just a basic, 
tattoo. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oops. Everyone Guilty. in the mom has Guilty. a rose tattoo. Guilty. Looks good though, babe. I like it. Guilty. Uh, yeah. More questions. Oh yeah. Yeah, I've had a few people ask me that, and then I'm like, well, I just tell them what you told me. Yeah. <laughs> Sam says. Okay, so Don't green and red flags to look for in a coach. Oh, that's good. <clears throat> Let's start with the red flags. Yeah. Wait, is it a red flag to start with the red flags? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Red flag. Red flag gets form tattoos of roses. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. Uh, yeah, let's, let's talk about red flags. I think, red flags um, and a coach. I, I had one. Okay. And uh, I was actually talking to Alex about it. When, and this is, this is, sorry, strictly bodybuilding. Yep. When a coach, so it's an amateur, regional, natural show. Yep. And prejudging is done and a coach's client is in the third place position. And they're backstage with their client and they're like, bro, we just got to fill out more and we're going to, we're going to, you can fight for that top spot in the finals. You can fight for it. Prejudging is done. Like you've lost. No, like they do not do any rejudging at finals. For they just not amateur, Does the regional, coach, natural show. Does the coach not know how the, the sport works? The coach knows how the sport works. The coach wants to tell the client what they want to hear. Oh. The coach wants to keep getting paid. Yeah. Gotcha. And wants to keep people around. Lame. Right? Yeah, that's sad. Eh? So then I said like, like for Emily, when yeah. she was in the second place position for her second class, uh, as soon as she got backstage, I was like, I was like, I'm pretty sure you won the, your first class, but in your second class, we're in second place spot. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, she was just so happy because it was her first show. Right. Yeah. So it was like fantastic attitude. Yeah. But it was like, uh, I just, why, why do you have to lie? Like the only thing that could be rejudged at finals is, is the overall. So oh, okay. when, when I knew that Mike was going for the overall, mm -hmm. we, we had to plan differently. Um, like we, we did want to fill him out more. Yeah. He could go get like a burger and fries to like mm -hmm. kind of fill out, get harder and stuff. So yeah. it's like we had to, like he was still going to get judged gotcha. is the whole point. Yeah. Right. So like if you're ending up in the second place spot and like there will be no rejudging at finals. Yeah. There just won't. So yeah. I think that's a red flag is yeah. lying to your clients. Yeah. <laughs> Number one, that long answer for that. Um, another red flag, uh, taking a million years to reply. Yeah. Timely response is key. Yeah. And yeah. by timely, I think like same day is good. Right. Right. Like, I don't think like within an hour or something. <clears> like, <throat> I think if you, you get a text in the morning, at least if they reply by afternoon, evening. Yeah. In general, what I try and aim for is under 24 hours. Yeah. Right. It's like, yep. if I can do with yep. that, that's what I'm aiming for. Yep. If I can be quicker, I'll be quicker. Yep. Right. But I'll within, definitely try within yeah. 24 hours. I feel like sometimes reasonable. at a point when you're getting like a ton of texts and stuff from clients or you get like a lot of videos and stuff too. Mm -hmm. It's almost like I treat, I treat those texts almost like email where it's like, I'm not expecting to like text them back and then they text me right back and then I text them right back and it's like a full on conversation because yep. yep. I just don't think that's realistic. Right. So I kind of treat it like an email where it's like, I'll reply. Okay. They reply. Okay. Maybe I take an hour or two. I reply back unless it's like a pressing question. Obviously right, if it's not urgent. Yeah. Or if it's someone like very close to a show. Yeah. They right. kind of get bumped up the priority list. Right. Yep. So, yeah. Um, 
I like to tell my clients too, like if, if you're not hearing a lot from me, that's a good sign. Mm -hmm. Like I, I trust you. I have no worries about you. You're doing amazing. If you have any concerns, reach out to me kind of thing. Like fly free bird, you know, like I don't, but if I have to constantly like message someone like, Hey, so like, are you following your meal plan? Are you, then it's like, okay. And I'm a little more worried. No, that makes sense. I think a red flag would be someone who a red flag in a coach would be like someone who's a, uh, not providing, like say on the client's end, mm. they are feeling confused regularly, right? If they don't have a clear idea, but the effort's there, the motivation's there, the effort's there, the determination and the want where they're like, hey, I'm ready to go. I'm trying hard. I'm getting in my sessions. I'm getting in, you know, I'm being reasonably adherent here. Maybe not perfect, but they're doing the thing, right? Mm. And then you find that you're not getting the progression you want at the rate that you previously spoke about that would be appropriate, you know, with your coach, you'd agreed upon, I presume. And if that's not happening and you, you're not having a clear idea of like, what do we do about this? Do you know what I mean? Like what's, what's the solution? So if there's like, if there's confusion or ambiguity in basically the response and the continued responses from the coach, I think that's a red flag because it's like, that's common, I think too. Cause it's like, when I have an issue with a client where I'm like, yeah, this isn't, this isn't the rate of progression we want and this isn't the trajectory we want and this is not what should have happened by this date. So then I talk, I, I talk to them and I, and, I, and I look over the data and I look over what the information they're giving me and I give them as clear cut advice as I can. I go, here's what we need to do. This is what it looks like, you know? Along that line, red flag when they give you a solution, but they don't explain it. Right. Still creating confusion. It's still more. So it's like, so it's like uh, okay, I, I, I'm expecting to drop this by now. Why am I not? And then the coach goes, oh, add 60 minutes of cardio. Why? What's that going to do? Oh, just do it. Totally. You know yeah, what I mean? Not and then they don't, it. There's no explanation. Yeah. There's no, or in the bodybuilding world, um, primarily male coaches prescribing supplements Supplements. I want you to see my air quotes. Supplements. Yeah, we get it. Two females. Remember, there are listeners too. Quote unquote supplements. Supplements. <laughs> Two females. And they give them a dose. And the female goes, why am I taking this dose? Or why am I? And the male just, oh, that's the dose. Right. So that's a red flag too. Do you, you think know? that's common? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Women being, pres- well, I don't know if prescribes the right word. Uh, kind of. Women being recommended to take by their coaches just to take way too certain much. Just way too medications much. or supplements. Sometimes it's the right, it's the right uh, compound. Right. But just an uh, irresponsible it's dosage. It's just a dose that's like, what? No. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's a big one. Um, a green flag. Yeah. Green flag. Okay. One green flag <clears throat> each. Because I do have another question we got to get to. Yeah, probably. Um, why is it hard to think of green flags? <laughs> green flag in a coach. Um, ha- oh, here we go. Yeah. When a ton of their other clients um, speak, speak, speak very it. highly of them. Right. Yeah, or I, would, I would agree. They reach out to, or I had this recently. Yeah. Um, actually, the woman that sent in this question, 
she was recommended to me by someone who isn't even one of my clients yeah, and still spoke very highly of me as a coach. Yeah. So it's like just uh, kind of as a coach, putting your cards on the table and being genuine and yep. having people recommend you. Yep. Um, yeah. I guess a green, green flag, flag that I could think of, and this is an important one actually, and it's something that I do my best with all my clients is uh, being brutally, but not, but not um, inappropriately honest mm. with your clients when, mm-hmm. when you need to be. Mm-hmm. And I think that's key because especially when it comes to like body composition, physique changes and fat loss stuff and, and helping people with their behaviors around food, I think, uh, I think you have to be brutally honest with people because there's a lot of barriers people set up and uh, actually a good example is someone that I talked to with a check-in this past week on Thursday. And they have complained about their work being highly stressful for, for months now. And uh, that's just been a trend that I've noticed. And they're like, they've, you know, been doing so well with their food. They've learned a ton. They've gotten so much better. They've lost tons of weight. They're doing really well. Um, but I recognize that I'm like, okay, we can't really ignore this anymore. And I'm starting to see this emerge as like a, a pretty large contributor to your lifestyle and your stress in life and your quality of life overall. And so I asked him, I was like, do you think like work is one of your major stressors? I kind of knew the answer, but you know, and they're like, oh yeah. I'm like, is there something we can do about that? Like, you know, and I I provided some suggestions like going this way, go this way. Is this realistic? You know, not things like, oh, can you quit your job? Like I didn't recommend things like that. So, Mm -hmm. but I was trying to think of ways that we could like reduce the stress um, with their job. And part of it was making suggestions about how, you know, I wasn't telling them how to do their job, but I was making suggestions and trying to guide them down the path of like, they're in a management position. So I suggested like, you know, you've previously admitted to me that you are guilty of micromanaging your team. Is there a way that you could maybe work on you know, giving them more autonomy, more independence and, and letting them, you know, teach them how to do their jobs and then letting them screw up and fail so that they can learn to do it so that you don't have to keep micromanaging them and then complaining when they fail because they can't do their job because you never let them. You know what I mean? And uh, when I said that, you know, I felt like maybe, I was like, maybe I'm teetering the line of like overstepping here, but it totally, this issue seems to be taken away from my job as a coach you know what I mean? So I'm like, this is affecting what we're trying to do together. So this is totally relevant. And, uh, you could tell, I think they were like, they, they were, they took it very well for sure. But you could tell that they were like, Oh, I wasn't expecting this to go here, you know? Um, and they were great. They responded really well. And I, I think we got somewhere as far as like developing a game plan off of that. And we'll build on that for sure. But, uh, yeah, I think that was like a, that was a recent example of that, but trying to be honest with people is good. Another good one is when people are, and I have this all the time, right? People will make progress or maybe they don't make progress, but say they do make progress and then they don't. And they get to that point where it's like, damn, it's been uh, however much time, a couple weeks, 21 days, gets longer, gets into a month of like, we're thinking we're going to make breakthrough and then, okay, progress slows down and bounces back. And we're like, you know, and typically in situations like that, it's like the, the client is not pulling their weight in what they said they would do as far as their goals throughout the week. Um, if it's my fault, then that, that's, that's, that'd be a red, that'd be a green flag actually to, for me to, uh, take responsibility for that for sure as the coach. But 
I'll be honest, typically there's an issue with the client having a barrier with like just following through on what they said they would do. Um, you know, and the part, the part that I need to do as a coach is to be brutally honest with them in that moment and be like, um, what you're currently doing over and over again is not working. Like we need to work together to figure out a way to break through here. What do we have to do? What do I need to do that I'm not doing? Is there something I can do as a coach to help you with this? Um, or is there something that you're doing or not doing that you think we should add? Like, what do you think on your end? Like, what's the struggle here? What's the biggest issue and the lowest hanging fruit that we can address? And that's, a, that's like an uncomfortable conversation for a coach to have. That, that's not necessarily, it's easy to say like this, but when the time comes and you're in front of someone, it's not always, right? You want, of course, there's like economic incentive for me to keep getting paid for sure, right? I'll be honest about that. But like, people might not like that and be insulted by it. So you have to, you know. Yeah. You can follow me at StaysFit at BlazeFit. <laughs> you can follow me at Tim underscore MSHC. Follow at Stay Peaked. Yeah. The podcast. On Instagram, YouTube, wherever. Subscribe, um, like, and thanks so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. Thanks. <laughs>